about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This messy thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the hands are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 120 of the Battered Herons podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, alongside me, as always, Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? Dude, we're getting closer, baby. We're getting closer. I can feel it in my veins. Yes, sir. Actually, I have a countdown on my phone. I'll tell you exactly how nice. many days are going. Let's see. We got 23 days until the first preseason game on January 19th, and we oh, have nice. 56 days until the very first regular season game on february 21st yeah. so 56 days it's actually what it's exactly eight weeks from now because today is wednesday and we start the season on a wednesday so exciting stuff and today is the last show of 2023 so yes. happy early new year's to everybody yes most definitely for sure man can't wait uh so what happens when we get to episode 420 Smoke a big fat motherfucking blunt, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. You can do that on your own. I will. I will not be partaking in such activities. I'll, sm- I'll, I'll take. I'll take your three hits. And Francisco, uh, what's going on? Thank you for joining us. And um, yeah, so last episode, twenty twenty three, and I mean, we started going live the first week of January twenty twenty three because before twenty twenty three, we used to do this pre recorded. So we got a full calendar year in going live. So we appreciate everybody yeah. that joins us because it's. Like Absolutely. we always say at the end of every episode, it's always fun with uh, the chat because you guys are the, by far the best part of the show. We're really glad we ended up doing this live now for a yes. full year and uh, moving forward. So yeah. talking about the past, my wife and I were walking through Macy's and she pointed out this pink suit and she said, Ooh. wow, I can I see you that. rocking this. And I thought to myself, I don't know if I could pull this off. But then I thought to myself, there used to be a guy in the supporter section that used to come to every home game in a pink suit. And now I bring this to the Inter-Miami universe and all our battered family that joins us and that's watching, whether it be live or later on in the comment section. Can somebody give me some insight on what happened to Suit Guy? Because Suit Guy used to be a very popular guy. I used to see him all over the place. But I haven't seen Suit Guy in a very long time. Now, you and I have stood in the supporter section before, Mm -hmm. and it is a hot mess. And I mean that in every form and fashion. Literally, that's why he was the MVP to me. And so, like, I mean, there was kind of there was body odor that I don't think I've ever smelt for 38 (laughs) years of my life. And so I imagine this suit guy, I mean, he deserves a trophy or he deserves like a championship belt. Absolutely. Uh, do you remember seeing Suka though? He had a goatee. He had glasses. He okay. White. Now that you're painting the goatee, now I think I know who Suka is. I don't know who he is, but I have him. He's right here. Well, and unfortunately, we don't have enough people live in the chat right now. We only have in the low 30s. I, I nobody's responded yet on who he is. Hopefully, somebody can help me because I kind of want to know who Suka was and whatever happened to Suka because. Sukai to me was the MVP. If you show up every game in a pink suit, shout out to you. 
Yeah, and and in uh, that in that heat in that madness, that's that's absolutely phenomenal. Every week he was out there, like uh, maybe he still showed up to the games. He just gave up on the suit. I don't know, but Could I was be. really curious to hear what happened to suit guy. Now GFR chimed in here. Need the Dolphins jersey for New Year's. So yeah. for those of you that don't know, Adidas announced with MLS that they will be releasing a third kit for five different teams. Inter Miami, obviously, being one of them. Now, in order to earn a third kit, the MLS team needed to sell, I think it was 100,000 jerseys, and then you would earn a third kit. Now, obviously, with the arrival of Messi, I don't even think they waited to make that decision to sell those 100,000 because they knew that was in the bag as soon as he put pen to pad. So we're getting a third jersey. Now, the weird part was that they have announced that it was going to be inspired by the Miami Dolphins. Now... This is the part that I find weird. Now, obviously, I know a lot of people are going to hate on me because I'm a Jets fan. And they're going to assume that that's what it is. Now, to be clear, I don't mind the Dolphins colors. I think the Dolphins colors are pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I, I, you don't like them? I think, no, I think it's a really nice nod. I think it's yeah. a really nice nod well, to, to the, one of the local teams. And hey, what other local team to kind of jump on the bandwagon with than the Miami Dolphins who are fucking surging right now? But see, but this is, this is where I have my issue. My issue, oh, and look, and so somebody's correcting me uh, that they believe it was 10K, not 100K. Okay, well, I mean, 10K seems like a really low number. I feel like a lot of teams might be able to hit 10K, but maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe it is 10K that earns you a third kit. I thought it was 100K, but you might be right, Omar. I, 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 uh, Could Omar, be. I, have, to, I have to double check that, so I take it back. I might be wrong. Uh, but back to what I was saying, the, the reason I think that it's a little weird is – Let's let's paint this picture, Chris. Let's say since the year 2000. Yeah. Since the year 2000 here in South Florida, we have the Marlins who have won a championship since then. Yes. We have the Miami Heat who have won three. three championships. And not only have they won three championships, but they've made it to countless NBA finals. Yeah. And we have the Florida Panthers who just recently went to the Stanley Cup finals last year. So we have a lot of teams who have had very successful runs over the last 20 years. The Miami Dolphins haven't won a playoff game this century. Since, the ni- since like 2000, 2001, no? no since 2000, or, I think. They might have won it yeah. in the January of 2000. I'm not sure. But so in the last 22, 23 years, they haven't won a playoff game. So why exactly Inter Miami? And on top of that, Stephen Ross being the owner and the beef that he has with MLS, why Inter Miami would choose the Miami Dolphins specifically to do this and theme it by? really confuses me because I feel like it would have been so much more appropriate to do it with Miami Heat, the Heat culture. Hell, even UM. UM has won a championship in the last 23 years. So I think Francisco's got a point here. Dolphins are the original South Florida sports team with the Hurricanes. I feel like the fandom is like real pure with the Dolphins and a lot purer than the Heat. And as we've seen in many years, there's a lot of bandwagoning going on with the Miami Heat. And uh, it's very sort of a seasonal deal here. Now, do I think it would have been a better play to do the Heat with the whole culture crap? Absolutely. And for those (laughs) of you that love all that culture crap, join us talking Heat later on tonight at 10 o'clock. That's a uh, nice plug. Thank you. Yes. If you like the Miami Heat, please tune and on all that culture. 11, uh, 11 o'clock, 1030, 11 o'clock tonight. Yeah. Sure. And, and make sure you bring in your fucking cup of culture. Okay, guys. <laughs> fucking. So 
The issue is, is that I think that in for in terms of purity for fan base, I feel like maybe the Dolphins are a better play. But if you're looking in terms of like championships and the whole culture crap, then I think the Heat would have been better. And red and and red, white, and I'm black. I'm calling it crap, man. I, I mean, look, I got I got my opinions <laughs> on that. Okay, and we've talked about this already. Um, yeah, I think the red, white, and black would have been nice. But then, how are you going to kind of play that? If you play a team wearing a a, a darker jersey, I would have I mean, liked guess, the 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 Vice City, the, the the baby blue and pink. That would have been sick. That mm -hmm. would have been sick. But That's we, what I was we have like for. a we have a warm up jersey with very similar colors like that, don't we? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I I believe that we have a, a a very similar jersey, guys. And if you can be able to chime in and let me know if I'm wrong or not. I'm usually wrong all the time, but not about that culture crap. Um, I, I think that we have a jersey that's very similar to sort of the Vice City colors. Um, and 89 J Stubbs is mentioning they want the teal color. Uh, and David, yeah, man, the, the Panthers, they, they got their bandwagon, but they're in Broward. Well, look, if, if they go the Dolphin route, which again, I'm a Jets fan, so obviously it's not my favorite thing in the world, but I don't mind the colors. But let's say they go this dolphin dope, route, right? It's dope. It's dope. It's dope. I hate. I, really I don't like hope, the dolphins either, but it's dope. I I don't I don't I hope they don't go like teal completely, because when I think about like the 1980s dolphins or whatnot, my favorite throwback for the dolphins is when they wear the white jersey. Uh, okay, maybe it's football meets football. Yeah, um, I like it when they wear the white jersey with the teal accents and the orange lining on the numbers or whatnot. So I'm hoping that it's something like that. So now, before we got on here, I tried to really quickly cook something up. And I thought, because I don't want it to be teal, oh, right? And because I don't want it to be teal, I put something together. Obviously, I wasn't able to get the colors perfect, right? But this is what I more or less came up with in white. Because, again, I don't want it to be completely teal. So something like okay. that, eh. uh, I, I, I can't imagine it being completely teal. I don't think it's going to be completely teal either. I think it's probably going to have like hints of teal. I want it to be white with, with the teal trims. Uh, if you give me a completely teal jersey, I'm not, I'm not feeling that. It's going to look like a warm-up jersey. Well, if they're going to have white as a new jersey this year, I don't think that their third kit would be a, white. Just but the new with, jersey's pink. That's right. It's that fucking other ugly pink. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I could see that. Oh, okay. 89J Stubbs saying it looks like the Charlotte Bobcats. Look at this guy, Charlotte Bobcats. Charlotte, the Charlotte Bobcats like a, a blue? I don't know. Well, kind of. Like a, like a thunder blue, No. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm not a huge fan of the whole teal with the with the old jersey, the whole entire jersey. But um, I guess we'll see. I really hope that they stick with white and then just those the the, the teal and orange accents. That's what I'm hoping for. But I, just I mean, I see, think I, I honestly think that it's a good play in terms of trying to get the football meets football thing. Like, and you get you you have a lot of people that are really really passionate fans for. For the Dolphins, that's one thing that I've always oh, yeah, respected sure. about the Dolphin fan base is that they're like really passionate about their team, even when they're fucking losers. Like, mm -hmm. you're a Heat fan and they're losers, you're never gonna go to a fucking Heat game because you're but it's fucking different. 
and look, I don't want to get into this Thank debate you for stopping now. Me. Yeah, I don't want to get into this. <laughs> I don't want to get into this debate now. But football, I think, is a little easier to support your team when they're losing because literally it's eight home games, yeah. sometimes nine now. So like it's yeah. easy. Like uh, you know, we only go out to, when you sit through eighty-two horrible games. It's a lot harder to like ride and die game in and game out with the horrible team when it's eighty-two yeah. games over just seventeen. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that's what it is. And I, I, look, I hope that everybody's wrong and they maybe they go another route and they don't do the Dolphins collab and they just hit us yeah. with something random. I was looking forward to that jersey that they were dropping last year. Remember that that leaked jersey that they were saying that might come out was like baby blue? That's the one I would like to see. I wouldn't mind seeing that. That would have been really dope. And and just, just for the record, 89J Stubbs, everyone says they don't like it. The new no. pink jersey, nobody but likes I think, it. Oh, most people hate the fact that the logos are right across the, the middle of the jersey, right? Yeah. Well, actually, it was this one. This is the one that leaked. Yeah, look at that. Right? That's awful. That is an yeah. awful pink. Even though oh. a new picture showed a better pink. It was like a brighter pink. And it's like a I, mango. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. All right, and, so go ahead. And, Mr., before you jump on over to the next topic, Mr. Krabs mentioning I started watching the Heat when LeBron came out. Congratulations. Uh, but you stuck around uh, as a fan. That's that's well, phenomenal. That's the hope with Messi, right? That's the hope that people are going to come in and watch into Miami because of Messi, but then they're going to stick around. And Mr. Fax, it's not are you guys, okay? It's are we, okay? Are we getting central defenders, Papa? Come on. You're in it to win it too, baby. Well, I, I appreciate you, Mr. Fax, for giving us that segue. So here we go. Reports are going around that Gregory might be hitting the bricks. Other teams are interested, and we might be sending him off to. I forgot where the hell we're sending him off to. It's a place. What, uh, I, I read some place called uh, Botafogo. It's a it's it's a Brazilian club that, that's interested in him. Well, supposedly he might head out. What what were you yeah, thinking when I, you heard that's, that? News? That's, I don't know. I don't know any more than that. I well, kind of do don't like the idea. Um, a lot of people are saying that. I don't like it. I feel like he's good with Busquets, and I feel like he'd be. I, I I feel like he'd still be really really good, serviceable, very aggressive defender, uh, offensively when when it's absolutely necessary. You know, we don't have the John Mota deal where he's a little bit more offensive than defensive. Um, you know, we got other players for that. And I, I feel like Gregory shows a little bit more promise than Mota, and I feel like this is kind of a kind of a tough kind of a tough pill to swallow, to be honest. And he's he's scoppy, you know, that's hitting everybody in the in the heartstrings. I get it, but <clears throat> when do we have our most successful run last year? If I'm not Cup. mistaken, yeah, yeah. He didn't he play any there. of that. Well, I mean, I but come on. Like, without him. I mean, I'm not saying that we're going to fucking be losers without him. It's not like when he went down and we didn't have a Messi, Busquets, and Alba. We didn't have a bunch of other people. Like, we, the team is completely different. But I'll tell you what's a culture shock, especially to the old-timer fans, is you're taking away the captain. And we're kind of we're kind of starting to see this little trend of, like, this – messy implementation going on and so i think as an old fan it kind of hurts my heart a little bit 
quick before I give you what my two cents, quick shout out to um, Elachem. I hope I didn't butcher your name. Uh, came from Messi, stuck around for Chris's idiocy and my gas baggish nature. So I'll I appreciate you. you from Bangladesh. We appreciate you sticking with us. Uh, so about Gregory, I think this is more about the DP status, right? Because we all kept saying that Campana is the DP, Campana is the DP, but all reports are saying that it's Gregory that has the DP status. Yeah. So if we need to open up a DP spot, he would be it. He's gonna be yeah. it. You're not you're not getting rid of Messi, we're not getting rid of Busquets, and apparently they didn't give us a fourth DP. And our I understand the appeal of keeping the captain, Gregory. I get yeah. it, I get it, and I also like him as a player. But if this you're telling right here, me though. nothing personal, just business, well, exactly. Like is. if you tell me now, I, I don't know who the other DP that would come in to replace him would be, but when you hear DP, automatically you think difference maker. Yes. Now, again, I like Gregory. I think he is a difference maker as far as the six goes, right? The, he, he's, a, he's a pit bull back there. Yes. But is he that much of a difference maker that I would be like, let's give him a DP? I wouldn't give him a DP. Like, if he played for another team and we were bringing him over, like, we have a DP spot open, oh, that guy Gregory, he could be a DP for us. Would you be like, yeah, let's give him a DP? So... I mean, I feel like what's happening here is is we're going to take the loss with Gregory in terms of just like the heart of the team, but I mean, we're not really losing anything in terms of like promise or skill. And well, I wouldn't say we're not losing anything. Like I said, I, I don't think we've had a good defensive midfielder since he since he got injured. I mean, I, I know Busquets plays that position technically, but defensively, yes. I think we miss a lot back there. I mean, do you like? I mean, th but think about it. If you if you stick David Ruiz back there, he so he shows the same tenacity. He's younger. He's more hungrier. He's not he's, as good, but he, he could he could fill in. He's that not spot a, no. Sure. Hey, I'm not saying he's as good, but right. he's hungrier. He's younger. He's more active. He's a little bit better offensively. And on top of that, Gregory got injured badly last year. So if this, if there's any time for him to get the bag, it's going to be this year. So I think that that's probably the best move. And on top of that, I think the organization is probably setting something up to get some center backs. So I think that that's, that's where... Uh, well, and, and I, the, the comment section just, just keeps throwing these the red, the red, yes. the red. And I mean that in, in Spanish. And I guess yeah, we'll jump bro. to that one before we go into the other one. So everybody keeps bringing up Marcos Rojo. <clears throat> Marcos Rojo... Uh, for those that don't know, I, I when I do follow the EPL, Manchester United is the team that I support. I'm not a diehard. I'm not going to ever lie to say that I am. When Marcos Rojo showed up, so did Louis van Gaal. And watching his teams play was torturous because it was boring as hell, parking the bus. Yeah. Uh, and Marco Rojo now is, what? I mean, he got signed by Manchester United after that second-place finish for Argentina in the World Cup. He had a good mm -hmm. showing. Now he's 33 years old. Um, yeah. He's not the fastest. I don't. I don't see why bringing Marcos Rojo. I mean, obviously, he's okay, right? Like he's good. But like, am I excited to bring him on? I'm okay with Toto Aviles. I'm okay with Kamal Miller. Everybody's like, oh my god, we need center backs. We need center backs. If I were to ask you, are you okay? Uh, do you think Toto Aviles was pretty good? For the most part, I everybody's like, yeah, I think he's pretty good. I think Toto Aviles is good enough that we don't need to be searching for more Argentines. 
<laughs> okay. Like I, I mean, then, what are we doing? And then Kamal Miller, I think he, he he's played very well, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. And this is another so, point that Solana is bringing up. IMCF still have LGP under contract. No, nah, he's 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 staying. He signs oh, with is, uh, is he in River? Is he in River? River River? Yeah, I think he's, well, he's in one of those two, and he he's staying over there. So, uh, so Solana is saying that they need center backs. Okay, come so on, let's Solana. Let, let's, let, let's dive into that. <clears throat> so we need center backs. We need center back depth. That I saw Steve Munoz put. We need center back depth, and I like that. We have Thomas Aviles, and we have Kamal Miller. Are you comfortable with those two as your center backs? Yes. I am also. Yes. I think they're both very good players. Yes. Now, when you talk about depth, our backups, Christoph, I understand he's slow as shit and maybe doesn't fit this scheme for, for, uh, for Tata the best. But I also think that he's pretty good. So if you're talking about bringing Marco Rojo on a TAM deal to be a backup center back, I, I, don't, I don't think that's a good move. I don't. I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's worth, first of all, I don't think it's worth any bam, tam, no thank you, ma'am, any fucking kind of package deals to bring him in. Bring him in for a whopper and that's it. I mean, and, and, and Mr. Fax is mentioning Miller is not a football player. He can't be. Listen, Mr. Fax, you got to watch a couple games from last year because Kamal Miller was pretty solid on defense. And maybe pretty he's not fast. You're right. But if we're, bring, if we're bringing Marcus Rojos, Marcus Rojos isn't fast either. Nope. Chris, and do you have 33. his FIFA card? Do you have his FIFA oh. card? Oh, no? Nah, oh, you failed. Okay. Because I would love to compare the FIFA card speeds. I'm telling you, Marco Rojo isn't fast. He's not. And and the, the speed that he showed when he was younger, he doesn't have it anymore. He's 33. I'm not saying he's slow as molasses. He's not as slow as Kristoff, but he's not fast. He's not somebody that you think of when you're thinking speed or pace for a, a center back. So if we're looking for depth, I can't imagine that we would be looking for Marco Rojo as a depth piece. I think if he comes on a cheap deal, that's fucking awesome. To have him as a backup or hell, even starting, whatever, I think that's great. But the fact that he'd probably gonna, he's probably going to need some decent money, I, I don't see if that's a, that's a good good play for us. Um, so I don't think it's worth I – I honestly don't think that it's worth picking up a player like him and dumping money into him at his age. And just to make it worse – like looking at his card, he's a 77, bro. Dude's a 77. What are we doing investing the money in a 77? 77 is, no, 77 is very good if you're in South America. You know, they only give those 80s and 90s to European teams. Look at, that, look uh, at his stats, bro. Europe. He's got 60s and 76 on defense, <laughs> 79 on physical. Like, get out of here, Rojo. Like, come on. Well, look, I, I, I don't. Card. And I do like what, what Solana said here. It's not always about being fast. It's, it's about knowing how to position yourself. And Kamal Miller and Christoph, Solana, how are you going to say that after you hate so much on Christoph when all he does is position himself perfectly inside the box whenever yeah. it's not a counter? So I, I agree with what Solana is saying. Um, but I, I look, Marco Rojo, if he comes and it's a great deal for us because he just wants to play with Messi, man, I, I'm all for it. But I don't see uh, Tata switching over to a, a five in the back or three in the back, however you want to look at that. I just don't think that that's the way he's going to play it. So I, yeah. I don't – Marco Rojo was, was okay in Manchester United. Again, 
He played basically they parked the bus all game, every game with Louis Van Gaal. It was torturous to watch. And then Mourinho showed up, and I'm not getting into the Manchester United history, but again, n- nothing crazy here. <clears throat> I don't feel like we're I I don't know if maybe I'm wrong, but and and chat, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I don't feel like I'm wrong in saying that we're not as bad as people really think we are in at the center back position. I mean, is it always slow? Yeah. You know, Kristoff is, is slow. Come on, Miller's slow. Uh, Sailor's kind of slow. McVeigh is, eh. uh, you know, Aviles at this point is our fastest center back. But okay, I, I don't think we're that bad at center back. Well, this is the thing. <clears throat> let's say hypothetically, let's say hypothetically we um, we send off Gregory. We open up a DP spot and we get somebody else, a big name. Oh. Somebody that's a difference maker in midfield, right? Because I don't think cool. we're going to be getting any forwards, right? Yeah. If we get a DP spot, we're not getting any forwards. So it'll be somebody in the midfield. The issue we had last year is that we would get caught on the counter because we kept turning the ball over. I think with this new team... And a full training camp with the team, the world tour of preseason, getting to play with each other, get to know each other. I think we're going to cut down on those turnovers. I think we're going to play a lot better with the ball at our feet. And I think that we're not going to be worrying about transition defense as much as we did last year. Yeah. Is pace good to have when you're playing a high line? 100%. But I don't think it's going to be as much of a detriment as it was last year. I think this team is going to be better equipped. We're going to have a better midfielder. We're going to control the ball much better. We're going to turn the ball over a lot less. And uh, I think that everybody is overdoing the whole center back talk. I really do. Look at Matias. Uh, esto es verdad. Rojo sufre de lesiones. Are you serious? How many injuries well, has, has this guy had? Look, there's your Spanish for the day, guys. There's your Spanish for the day. Mm-hmm. We'll see if oh, it gets I- any more later on. Oh, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll talk, talk to people about that in next month. Uh, yeah. But they're, look, and Chris, they're asking, is, is, is he still searching for a Facundo Farias FIFA card? I believe he found one. I believe he found one. So, yes, um, I did. He's like a freaking nice uh, one of those gold cards. Whatever. We don't, got, we don't got to talk about that. And I did hear somebody asking about Julian Gressel. I haven't heard anything official. Yeah, I mean, the there hasn't been still- nothing. It's been deaded. Mm-hmm. The the rumor was that they were looking into him, that that, that was probably going to happen, but nothing has been made official. Would it be good? I think it would be great because like everybody likes to hate on Yedlin. I think that Yedlin could have been better last year. I think that having him and Gressel, you know, playing, rotating, I guess I could say, between yeah. cup games and regular season games would be a, a nice uh, change of pace for us and because we don't really have a backup right back right now do we no i want to mention something here we don't um i think the closest that we had to a right back was i think uyoa or if anything like taylor taylor would play like any position you put him as a freaking custodian he's picking up cups um, Solana mentioned Yedlin is not very good at right wing back for Tata system and him and Kristoff together were atrocious. Listen, Yedlin is on the decline, at least from what we see here, right? It seems to me that he's sort of on the decline in his career. I actually think that he might like have some sort of resurgence this coming year and be a better 
uh, right wing back. Um, but I might be wrong by that, but that's what I think is going to happen. Uh, McVeigh was playing right back, according to Solana. Um, you know, I think that it's very hard to play a wing back when you have Kristoff playing center back, especially when you're not parking the bus or just having Kristoff play, you know, play like a wall in front of the goal. So, oh, and this is a perfect question right here, Danny. Leonardo Fernandez says, hey, guys, what happened to Frey? Frey's another player that if you put Frey and Aviles in the back. You can't count. Hey, look, if, if Frey were to come back, it's going to be towards the middle to end of the year. He got injured literally on July 21st, Messi's debut against Cruz Azul. That's when he went down with another ACL injury. That usually takes about a year to recover from. So I wouldn't expect him back if he comes back till late July, early August. Now, Frey, I thought out of all the young players, Kremaki included, I thought Frey, to me, looked the best this last year. Yeah, he did. Frey he did. was, I thought he was killing it. I was so, he was so it. happy for this kid. And then, unfortunately, he got injured. But we were thinking, like, he could play center back. He could play uh, center defensive midfielder. Like, he was yes. killing it all over the place. When Gregory was out, we had a big hole left there. And we're like, you know what? Frey's going to be the guy to fill that in. And, unfortunately, he got hurt. Now, is he going to be the same when he comes back? I sure hope so. Uh, but yeah. but we do not know. Um, and then I wanted to address something real quick here. Sure. Uh, Abed Cruz said, Kamal Ooh. Miller is a joke at center back. Came if anyone strong. says he's a good player, has no idea what it takes to be a good defender. A good defender needs to be smart. Miller isn't smart at all. He can't anticipate. I disagree. Uh, and a game that comes to mind, go ahead and look back at the Nashville game that Inter-Miami played after League's Cup was over. I want to say it was this, like a week or two after when they had that rematch. They had that rematch after the League's Cup game. They hosted them at home. Kamal Miller had a great game. And, I mean, just go back and watch the game. Go back, watch that game. It was August August 30th, August 29th, something like that. It was the week after. The, the, First or second game after the, the Leeds Cup. Go ahead and watch that game. And then if you come back with the same opinion, then I'll give it to you. But come on, Miller. To me, last year, he looked really good. Uh, Abed, I got to give it to you. I love the passion. But Steve Munoz has his opinion on your passion or in your opinion with the passion. A bum-ass take about Miller. I mean, look, everybody's entitled to their opinion, Papa. I mean, it, it was passionate. I get it. And GFR is mentioning what's up with LGP and Negri. I mean, that's L those are two other options as well. Negri LGP over maybe. LGP from everything I've heard is staying in Argentina, and Negri is recovering from an injury, and he's going to be the backup at a left back is what I'm assuming. So yeah. that's solid. What sucks is, is it sucks for um, it sucks for our boy Noah Allen because Noah Allen's probably going to not get much playing time now, but. Yeah, it doesn't look like uh, LGP will be back, but um, Negri, recovering from an injury, should be back. And uh, there you go. And look, Solana's throwing in here. Noah was training in England for a few weeks. He's looking to compete for the backup left back or else. Left center back. You know what? He played that position a couple of times. Super weird. Uh, it was weird, but he. I, think, I thought he held his own. Uh, I don't think that they're going to be doing that next year. Though. I felt like that was out of necessity last year. I don't think that that's going to be happening this year. Yeah, I don't think so either. And like I said, I think that Negri, if anything, and I'm going to look into it to see if maybe Negri ever played right back, but I uh, I think that 
if there's any opportunity that he that he has to flourish on this team, I think it would be transitioning over to the right back. That's what I think. Who Negri? No, but yeah. Okay, I I, I, I can mean, see like, why I'm you would say that. But... While, while you filibuster, I'm gonna look that up and see if he'd ever play uh, Franco Negri. And uh, just real quick, that was the match that he won man of the match. Crazy pace that game. It was probably the honey buns he took before the game. <laughs> but he's talking about <laughs> Kamal Miller. And again, okay, so he won, ma- yeah, he, he won man of the match that match against Nashville. I remember we went to watch that game because that was the, the, the game against Nashville after we beat them for the League's Cup final. So everybody's really hyped for that game. And Kamal Miller had one hell of a game, so much so that he won man of the match. Kamal Miller... And everybody's entitled to their opinion. If, if you watch him and you think that he's not good for whatever reason, that's fine. Me personally, I think Kamal Miller is a really, really good defender. I'm really happy with him as our starting center back. I'm happy that we traded off uh, Lasseter and Duke for Miller. And, um, and Toto Aviles, I think he's going to be solid also. So I think as far as our starting center backs are go, I, I think we're solid back there. Now, if you want to talk about depth then that's a different story and i i looked up franco negri from my understanding has never played the right back position and mr fax come on man mr fax saying just watch the game miller's still shit i don't know man <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know what to do with that mr fax i mean what are we doing there like Look, he's if, not he watched shit. It, if he watched it in those three seconds like you know whatever like Literally, Mr. Fax, you literally stepped away for a minute and 42 seconds, and you came back with that powerful opinion. What are we doing? Uh, Mr. Fax, if you please, while, while we keep going, if you could just comment who a good center back is and who you think we should run with, I would love to hear what you have to say. All yeah. right. Uh, now, moving forward, our boy Solana did uh, – tweet something about a report that somebody down in South America had that said that Inter Miami had offered a contract to River Plate center back David Martinez. He's a Paraguayan center back. Uh, That's all I really know. No FIFA card. Uh, No FIFA card. All right. So that's already a negative in Chris's eyes. And, um, I don't know what to say, but obviously Inter-Miami seems to be thinking along the same lines as all of you guys that we need to upgrade a center back because that seems to be the target for all these rumors. So uh, what do I know? Well, and uh, wait, hold on. I think I did find a, I think I did find a FIFA card. Now, how much is he going to cost us here? Cause this is, Ooh. this is, this is key here. Dan. See? This is the type of shit I like. Paraguayan bunch of red cards. For those that don't know, my favorite soccer player of all time is Sergio Ramos. Give me some of that grit. That's why I like David Ruiz so much. Give me some of that grit. I'm all for that. Bunch of red cards. Give me that. Well, and I think that's why people are kind of hurt about losing Gregory because they want red cards piled. Right yeah, here he... we got, I think this is the oh, guy. Oh, oh. Yes. Looks like I him. think this is the guy. And uh, for a silver card, 74, that's like right at the brink of the gold card. I'll take like, how much is it going to cost me? Like a, like a Big Mac? If anybody's deal? watching this show for the first time, this is the heartbreaking facts that you get here. We break down FIFA cards. We'll let you know how good the player is depending on their FIFA card. And uh, 
keep checking us out because this is the kind of stuff Listen, that we talk about on this show. You're not getting this opinion anywhere else, okay? If you want other opinions, I mean, look, look, read it and weep, guys. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Any other information you get anywhere else is garbage. How old is he? How old is he? The guy is, uh, from what I see here, he was born in 1998. He's 25 years old. I'll take that silver card at 25 years old for a fucking number one at McDonald's. Come on. Yes. So how old, how, well, I'm sorry. How old was he? Mr. Krabs says we need a, me and uh, you and I to have a FIFA card. You already have a FIFA card. I do. I do. Uh, yes. How old is he? He's 25. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Oh, uh, my, I, I like that. I like that much more than Marco Rojo. And according to FIFA, which I take FIFA, I, I, I believe FIFA, that pace listen. for a center back that's playing in South America because South America, they get they get rated very low, 78 pace for a center back. Let me tell you something. I'm with it. Pull up Toto Avilis' FIFA card when you get a chance. So you can yeah, no, I'm going to pull. Yeah, I'm going to pull that right now. And, and somebody commented here, Danny. What's my play style like in soccer? I am uh, oh, an incredible a, a soccer Neymar. player. He's a Neymar. I am, I am a two-time slide tackling champion. Yeah, let's 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 let everybody know your personality. Chris, believe it or not, is quite the showboat. Yeah, I'm really he loves bad. he loves the attention when it comes to sports. I'm now really I've played basketball with Chris. Chris is for those of you that have met him at Dry Pink Stadium. You know he's 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 hefty. He's a he's a I'm solid a looking dude. I'm a husky. He's a little husky. So people don't expect him to have moves. So Chris's favorite thing to do on the basketball court is to isolate with the defender, and then he starts oh. showboating because Chris is decent at basketball. He'll go ahead and cross somebody over, then bring it back and try to cross them over again because he's that guy. He likes to showboat. So when I have played soccer with him. He does the same thing. He wants to isolate yeah. and try to get by people and be a show off. So, and look at that. Look, look, he, look at that, that, that smile he has on his face because he has nothing to say. He is that guy. The only thing that's different is in soccer, I, I suck. <laughs> that's the only difference. It. Here's Ian Frey's card. Oh, Ian Frey's So we got 72 pace. Okay. I mean, if we put Ian Frey. And I'm going to look up Toto Avilas's, but I just wanted to show Ian Frey's. Nah, but you may even pray look horrible with that. That's not a good card to show of Ian Frey's. No. No, man. They insulted him. He, he played much better than that last year. So uh, back to the real talk. David Martinez, while you look up the Toto Avilas. David Martinez, 25-year-old center back, according to FIFA, pretty good pace from Paraguay. So you know he's a... He's a Kind of like, I mean, Diego Gomez, I guess, right? Because he's Paraguayan also. They are definitely gritty. I got it. They get dirty. And uh, I, I'm with it. That that signing, I'm okay with. But that signing is, um, they said, somebody said that, oh, it was Solana said that they um, that they uh, turned it down already. So they, they're still negotiating. But that signing, I, I'd be excited for. So fresh out of diapers taking this picture, guys. <laughs> It's total it's like a raptor. <laughs> <laughs> this he guy looks so fresh young. out the box. <laughs> <laughs> so we Damn, got 58 pace. 
No, he does, dude. I mean, Jesus. And he's like a, a fucking Amazon 610 or whatever yeah. he is. It's like an avatar walking around over there. Uh, yeah. 58 pace. Uh, and his passing, I think it's a little better. Um, and his dribbling is a new card too, isn't it? That's yes. Insulting. Yes. It is kind of insulting. And uh, But 58 pace, that is kind of insulting. So... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, just getting back to the whole center back talk, I really do think that we are a lot better than what people think we are at center back. And um, I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I think that with Kamal Miller, Toto Aviles, I mean, I don't know about Ian Frey, but. Why, why on earth, Rohan, would they want to sign Yeri Mina? Yeri Mina is living off of those two weeks out of 2018. He had a, a solid two weeks in 2018 for Colombia where he hit a couple of headers and he signed with Barcelona. Don't know how the hell that happened. And yeah, nobody wants Yerimina. No, we're good. And uh, and GFR is mentioning there's no way. Avi less in real life is 70 pace minimum. I, I agree. I, I agree. agree. He has long strides. <laughs> so I guess so, that takes away from his pace. So breaking this down. Very factually, based off of FIFA cards, if Aviles is 58, I definitely want David Martinez because David Martinez is fucking Sonic out there. 78 he's pace, a, look at that. And he's and 25. He's a rare, and he's a rare card. This is just a common silver card. This right here means. is a rare silver card. That means that you, that means you got a rare silver card. And uh, that's what somebody, FIFA says. So like, oh, give oh me God, that. Otamendi, look. This is one thing I don't want. Oh, I don't want man. old you guys are defenders. Just dipping in the bag. I don't want old defenders. Otamendi can stay wherever he's at. I don't even know where Otamendi's at anymore. Otamendi, I do not want Otamendi. Um, what was the what was the player that 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 tore his asshole in the game? Was it Otamendi? Look, we got we got Ray, we got David Reichert that says we are broke broke alone. I mean, I guess. We're basically building whatever team that Tata is trying to build here. Um, and Steve Munoz mentioning Yeri Mina is a bum. No thanks. And uh, and David said uh, ben Benifico with Di Maria. Mm, okay. So, and listen, Busquets guys, is slow. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's why we need pace the most is because one, Messi's not going to get back, which I'm okay with. And then Busquets is slow, so even if he wanted to get back, he can't get back. He wasn't Jordy, bad on defense either. He wasn't that no, bad. No, but 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 he's not getting back quickly because he's slow. No, yeah, he's I'm, I'm not questioning. I'm not questioning his effort. I'm questioning his his speed. He's slow. Oh my god! Um, now, are we? Is this what we're doing, guys? We're just gonna pull a. We're, we're gonna pull names out of a hat. We're, is that what we're gonna do the rest of the show? Why not? I mean, but. Are we? Are these people realistically obtainable? Rodrigo de Paul? Well, I don't know who that is, so I, that I couldn't tell you. No, I've seen it when I played FIFA. That, I saw that guy. That's the first name that I'm familiar with. Uh, I, I, think he, the, I think he has like a really nice fucking FIFA card too. So I don't know if we're gonna get that guy. Uh, Suarez doesn't defend well. I mean, I, I usually don't count on the strikers to defend. If they give me anything on defense, I'm happy. But I'm not. I'm not expecting him to to defend either. Um, so there we go. Uh, we got Mexico's Yeah, this up. guy had a freaking all star 93 FIFA card. Like, what are we doing here, guys? He's a freaking 84. 
Like a rare gold card, guys. Ooh, he's, he's pretty young, too. He's like 20-something. Says 29 years old. Oh, okay. All right. You guys you guys are on to something here. And, I mean, I, th- I think that's the, that's the funnest part of the offseason is when January comes around because the transfer window opens up, and all of a sudden, like, who knows? Maybe Antoine Griezmann, even though I don't see where he would fit anymore. But Antoine Griezmann has always said that his dream is to finish his career in the MLS. So he's going to come here one way or another. Where he's going to end up playing, I could see him ending up in NYCFC. I could see Griezmann ending up in NYCFC. But, um, you know, I'm excited, man. January's right around the corner, and that's when the transfer window opens. So we'll, we'll, a lot more signings coming in the near future. Listen, and and Stephen De Palma just mentioned Messi's on-field bodyguard, De Paul. Talking about his real bodyguard, who's just fucking jacked. Messi has been doing some jacking of his own. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have the picture? I do not. I didn't save it. I apologize. But Danny did send me a picture earlier this week of a man who looks jacked, and his name is Messi. Uh, Seems like he's hitting the gym and putting on some weight. And I can't find the picture. I'm going to see if I can send it to myself. I don't know. I don't know if I would say he looks jacked. But I, I look, once you get a little older, you need to be able to. to, to, to you Are know, you pulling the picture bump, up? Bump, yeah, to bump around with some of these guys a little more. Yeah, I'm going to have the picture up in a second. So yeah. I, I did like that he's hitting the gym and getting ready for what's going to be a long season because with his stature, he needs a little muscle and. I mean, he's a thin guy, right? So he's going to have abs just because he's thin. But when you look at his arms, I was like, all right, Messi. I can see you, you putting on a little little LBs there. He's going to be able to, to bump off some defenders there. Like, I, I really, really like that I saw that he's putting in that work and he's putting some size on him. And, you know, he, he feels it also because he's not necessarily the person that posts gym selfies all that often. But no. there it is. Solana, he's he's not putting no filters, dude. He's following the John Basedow program. Okay. Oh. For any of you that know who John Basedow is, you guys get a gold medal in my heart. <laughs> oh man. Steve is Steve is in the gutter in the gutter. He's just there looking at his wife. He doesn't even care about messy biceps. No, look, I Messi's wife is a beautiful young lady. I will not talk about the first lady of football in any derogatory way. So I will keep my comments at that. The first lady of football. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this sure. is so true. Mr. Krabs, Messi's yeah. bodyguard is somewhere lifting 5,000 kilograms. Yeah. Um, no, he is, he is not a Moreno slim, slim fast program. All right, let's see. Messi hitting the weights. Oh, I think we're just about over. I, I was going to – I got the – my wife and kids got me uh, those Inter-Miami pink sneakers. And actually, I well, was going to them up here. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go grab them, I'll go ahead and I'll leave shit for a little bit. So that way you can uh, – that way go you can stun them. So uh, basically, those sneakers – and, oh, man, I wish I would have had a picture of them. Oh, man, the sneakers, they look gorgeous, but I just don't like the texture of the sneaker. I don't like the suede. It seems like it's going to get dirty. If any of you guys did get sneakers, uh, the the Inter-Miami Adidas sneakers, I hope 
and pray to God that you don't wear them to the game. And if you do, don't park in the yellow lot because you would be absolutely fucked. Um, that would be a complete waste of a hundred something bucks to be able to get those sneakers and mess up the, the suede. I was interested in getting the inner Miami sneakers, but then I figured, you know, Danny and his wife are awesome at customizing sneakers. So probably work with them to see if we can be able to get some battered hair on sneakers done. But, uh, and, and Steve, I don't think anybody's afraid of the puteria, but like, ugh. So, and Steve and Steven Di Palma, so you just got yours. Again, I'm going to mention this again. Don't wear them to the game because you will absolutely get them destroyed by whatever weather. Uh, it's probably going to be the worst decision you'll ever make in your life to wear them to the game. So, as Danny arrives back on the saddle, he has... I'm back. I, I had just, to go upstairs. I saw, I saw, I saw a little preview. You kind of flashed me with them a little bit. I just saw it. Well, all right. So a couple of things, and this isn't on Inter Miami. This is on Adidas. I'm a sneakerhead, and I've been a sneakerhead for since I was like fucking eight, nine years old. I become obsessed with sneakers, so I appreciate a good collaboration between sneaker company and anything else. My favorite thing about collaboration is the theme. The presentation. Yeah. They just gave us these shoes in a regular blue box with white, three white stripes going down the side. Very disappointed with the, with the, um, it was terrible with the presentation. Very disappointed. But whatever. That's fine. I got the shoe and I must say, these shoes are kind of nice. This is the shoe right here. Now, I did like that they put the heartbeat. On the inside. Oh, that's it. I thought that was a cool touch. And then, obviously, on the tongue, you have the team logo, right? I'm having a hard time showing that, you that. But no, it looks good. Team logo. So that's cool. Also, that's cool. Also, there we go. That's a but good view. The suede is just very you. weird for me to get accustomed to. I'm not used to wearing suede sneakers. It's, it's I not think I'm gonna, a deal breaker. I'm going to answer the question for you, Steve. I don't think doing any custom work on suede sneakers is a good idea. But I think no, I would no, I would. I, I, I don't know if I would do it. And then you have the libertad para soñar right there. And then nothing really into Miami Special across the, the bottom. bottom. I already rolled these, so that's why they're a little dirty. They already warm yesterday. So um, all in all, if I had to rate these out of a ten. I'd give these maybe a six and a half, seven, maybe out of 10. Mm. I really, again, a presentation for me is a big deal. When you have a collaboration, you should put some effort to it. Give us a black box at least with the three pink stripes, you know, something. Uh, and then I, I thought, I get it. They changed it up with the suede. They did the pink and black. I think it was something else, man. Like, Give us the logo back here. Yeah. Write Miami back here. Put Miami there. The logo there. Like I thought that they they missed a big chance. Now this is my. They might be planning other collaborations on the Messi's in, into Miami, to possibly do something else with them. But again, so they're definitely nice. But the suede does throw me off a That's little bit because I'm just, I'm not accustomed to wearing suede, on my sneakers. But, I mean, um, yeah. I imagine. 
I imagine you're only going to wear them like four or five times because the suede would scare me to death. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've changed a lot. Before, when I used to buy sneakers, I used to leave them on ice for a year, and then I'd wear them. Yeah. And I'd wear them once in a blue. Uh, but um, no, these I might wear more often. I, I like them. I like them. But um, yeah, the, the suede is going to take some getting used to. But again, the presentation, weak, 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 weak. And I blame that, again, on Adidas. It, that was a, a lazy job by them. But, you know, whatever. You know what else is weak? We got 18 likes on this video, and we got 77 people watching, guys. Take the thumb, scroll it up, press the like button. Come on, guys. Don't be lazy. I see you texting the next one. Just go ahead and just <laughs> go ahead and just like the video, guys. Come on. Daddy uh, went and, and got I'll, their sneakers and everything. And now before, I, I don't want to forget. Now, we do an internet. Well, ba the Batter Fans Network has quite a few podcasts on it now one of the podcasts that we have is a battered heat fans podcast for those that don't know we do that me chris solana the inter Miami's favorite villain he's on there with us and also italy jet and we do this podcast and what we did want to do obviously for ourselves and for you one tune in later tonight and two we wanted to hook some people up with tickets so we are doing a giveaway. We're doing a giveaway for the January 31st game when the Sacramento Kings, I want to say they're like a second or third place in the West, are coming to Miami to play. Now you see those that picture. That picture is taken from where those seats will be. So obviously. Good seats. Right. Now, if you have to obviously follow the Battered Heat Twitter account and YouTube account. So that's step number one. And then we are going to be releasing – what we how to get involved in this giveaway next week. But step number one is to follow Battered Heat fans on Twitter and more importantly on YouTube. And again, you can join us later tonight where we have our heat show at 11 o'clock. So I just wanted to give a quick plug there to Battered Heat fans. And uh, also shout out to Solana because Solana is the one that's putting together that giveaway. And uh, and Mr. Krabs is mentioning here that he thought we'd do the giveaway when the Heat play the Knicks. Listen, I don't know about that because I might hit up Solana and try to grab those seats from him myself, which I know that that's <laughs> not going to happen, but I'm probably planning on going to that game. If anybody does go to the game, let me know and we'll link up or whatever. Uh, okay, no, you were going to mention that? Yes. Nike would not drop the ball on a collaboration with Inter-Miami. They'd see the no. money with Messi and Inter Miami, and they would have they, they would have had a a, a a nice box with the paint. Oh like it would have been all out. No I was so it. disappointed. I knew that my wife. Well, I'm not saying I knew that there was a chance that I might get these shoes for Christmas. But when I saw that blue box, I was like, okay, I guess I got a different pair of shoes. I could not believe that they gave me that in a blue box. Come on, like yeah. you're gonna hype up this collaboration and be that lazy. It's a shame. It's a shame. And got and got Steve Munoz. You want us to hook it up? Press the two buttons, like and subscribe the the battered Heat fans on Twitter and and YouTube, and and join us tonight at ten thirty. And, uh, well, and we're, we're, we're and we're not we're go. not doing the giveaway tonight. To, to be clear, we're not doing the giveaway tonight. But just join us. But but no, yeah, I know. I just don't want to confuse anybody. I don't want them to think yeah. that. So we're not doing the giveaway tonight. But. We do want you to go ahead and follow that channel. And if you're a Heat fan, join us on the show. We, we do it every week. And I'm going to put the link right there to the channel. So go ahead and click on that. 
subscribe and uh, get your Heat basketball talk also with us. And Stephen De Palma is mentioning baseball over basketball. Listen, we got a Batter Marlins fans podcast too, baby. Mm-hmm. Join us there. Yeah. Get all up in the Batter Network. That's it. Now, we're not doing hockey, unfortunately. I like hockey, but I can't break it down. So uh, I'm not even going to fake the funk there. But, you know, maybe one day we'll run into somebody that does like hockey and wants to join the Batter Network for that. All right. Uh, anything, any final thoughts, Chris? Uh, no, join us tonight for the Heat for the Heat podcast. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe us there too. And uh, Leonardo Fernandez saying he also got the Argentina collab and got the stupid blue box as well. Look, Adidas is just not good with that stuff. I don't know why. No, I, they're not. Ni- they're Ni- Nike spoils Nike sneakerheads. Nike blows it out of the water. I, I look for those. Uh, I I like Stan Smiths, and I got um, a collab with the Simpsons. And it's off topic. I'm sorry, but I just. I did a they did a collab with the Simpsons and they had a Homer Simpson Dan Smith shoe and I got it and I got really excited and again now at least the box was green so they gave me a green box but, that, but that's because they were that, Smiths that was it. yeah but that was it so yeah. it's unfortunate all right uh, Domino's podcast for the Miami area Maybe. you don't want it. You don't want it, Francisco. Maybe. We'll do it. We'll do live streaming Domino's games right there on Calle Ocho. All right. Uh, final thoughts, Chris. <laughs> That's it. Those are my final thoughts. Steve Munoz says, let's go heat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we won't be back until next year, so we just want to give a thank you to everybody on here that joined us all 2023 and stuck it out with us. We appreciate you. We try to come on here as consistently as possible i want to say when the year started we were at like episode 29 30 or so so like we were down there we did almost 100 episodes in a year and for those that don't know that's like two or three episodes a week so it's been one hell of a year and with all the games coming up next year we expect just that or more so by the time we're december 27 2024 we might be close to 250 i'm i'm guessing chris but uh but we enjoy we're diehard into miami fans and we really enjoy uh, communicating with you guys week in and week out. And we appreciate all the support. So thank you guys, thank you guys for all of that. All right. So if you are listening on audio, please leave five stars, review, comment, like. If you are watching on YouTube and you want to help us out, get on Apple Podcasts, get on Spotify, and just hit the subscribe button. You don't even got to listen to us over there. Just hit it for us. Hit the five stars. Help us out. Leave us a cool comment. You know, and that's, come on, just help us out. And again, please like, share, subscribe. And um, again, here's to a great 2023. We'll never forget it. It was memorable as hell for this franchise, for soccer in general in this country, and for our show. So we appreciate all you guys. And uh, next year should be just as fun. So until the next one, have a good one. Thank you.